David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. I am not David Spada. I'm Elliot Harris. <laughs> David is in court today on a DUI charge. Fortunately for him, he's an attorney and he's merely representing a client, so he's making money while we're here in the studio. And David will join us later. We have our producer, Jerry Lorenzi, Hello. across the table. But most importantly, we have Aubrey Nelson in the studio. Hey, everyone. And Aubrey is multifaceted. Used to be a Chicago Slaughter dancer now is a figure competitor. She is a trainer, uh, a one-woman industry. Is that pretty accurate? Pretty accurate. Okay. And you recently competed in the NABBA Great Lakes Open? Correct. That, that sound right? In Oswego, in Oswego, Illinois, at the high school there. And you c- came away with a couple of trophies. You want to tell us what they were for? Yeah, clean house pretty good. I got first in figure tall class division and then also the overall. So the first place of short and tall go against each other for the final. And then I took it all. Okay. And the overall winner isn't wearing overalls? No. Much no. less than overalls, right? Much less, yes. We have specialty posing suits that we have to okay. wear. And I always wonder... You can't go to TJ Maxx or Nordstrom's or Neiman's or someplace like that and come across those suits. Where do you get those? No, I order mine online with a company called Jaguar. That's really good. And then there's also Videla Costumes and other sites that have specialty just for bodybuilding and figure and fitness competitors. Okay, you don't you don't make them yourself? No. Actually, some girls do, and they are quite beautiful if you get into it, but I don't have the time. <laughs> right. And we find that the price of these outfits goes up as the cloth involved goes down. It seems to be. You know, you know, the more like... bling and embellishments, then the more to it. Um, my first suit that I wore a couple of years ago when I first started competing was only about $300, and now they're anywhere from 500 to a grand, wow, depending wow. on what your suit is. Mm. Okay. Time for some of us to learn how to use a needle and thread <laughs> exactly. and sequins. <laughs> Curious, you, you were a dancer, Mm-hmm. and you're a fitness trainer. How, how does that get you into the world of figure competition? Definitely um, through my job. You see a lot of um, fellow people in the industry get into it and do the bodybuilding and figure. And then I kind of was, a couple of years ago, I saw a girl that I worked with do it. I just thought she was beautiful and awesome. And I'm like, all right, maybe I could do it. And then I actually talked to her about it. And she's like, um, I don't know if you quite got the build for it, honey. And stuff, and I'm the did, kind of person. Did you, did you punch her out right then? I tried not to. I'm lover, not fighter, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm one of those people that if you tell me I can't do something, it only fuels my fire more. So I worked on it, and yes, I didn't place my first time. I did it. It was a learning experience, and I've built up over the years and practiced. I did two shows in April and got third and fourth, and I was just happy to place. And then for this show, I just wanted to get better than third. You always want to keep improving. And then when I won and took the overall. 
I'm speechless. I'm so blessed. I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> now, the girls who don't win, they still have to be on stage and smile as if they won. How? Yeah. You know, and every once in a while you'll see a competitor who looks like she really is upset and not happy with the whole thing. How, how do you get the, I guess, the proper mindset to, to smile through it all even though you're disappointed? I know. You just got to hold it off till you get off on the stage and stuff. But your friends and family are there for sport. And at the same time, you're kind of a winner anyway in the sport because it's so much hard work and discipline. A lot of people said, hey, I'm going to do a show, but do they really go on stage? Right. No. Because you have to be a whole mind, body, spirit ready to go and present right. your best self. Occasionally I'll see somebody on stage and I'll say, she doesn't really measure up to the other ones. I'm going, what, what are you doing out there? And then you find a backstory. Oh, yeah. she lost 50, 80, 120 pounds. And it's, a lot of it is about self-esteem. Exactly. And everyone's journey is separate. So no one really has a right to judge either or. You right. know, Everyone takes their own path and they have something to celebrate when they're up there. Right. And for those who think this was just an an easy, uh, painless process, you've you've endured knee surgeries and things like that. Exactly. Another reason I wanted to compete was to celebrate um, coming back after two years of surgery. I blew my ACL um, doing a simple plyometric exercise on a fitness presentation I was doing in front of my company and landed wrong and just kept going and I thought everything was fine and then... I couldn't walk the next day, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, no. And they told me, you're not going to dance. You're not going to really be good in heels. Again, you know, just take it easy. Maybe think of another profession. I go, oh, hell no. I don't think so. This is my life. So I did uh, eight months of hard, intense physical therapy. Now, when you were a dancer, you were larger. Not that you were larger, <laughs> but I saw you on Elliot? stage. <laughs> I, I saw you on stage, and I say, there's there's like a fraction of Aubrey. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you did lose weight. Yeah, it took off about anywhere from 17 to 21 pounds per show off my normal, um, regular weight, I'd call wow. it. That's, it's not like you're 8 foot 7 or something. No, I'm 5'6". <laughs> so we're talking a significant weight loss. Exactly. And, and how did you achieve that weight loss? It's about, I take about 12 weeks out of training and I love food, so I slowly kind of wean out the bad stuff and get into my show diet so to speak and then for the last 10 weeks is pretty hardcore and fortunately the show was before thanksgiving exactly i strategically picked these shows <laughs> so i can enjoy the holidays i keep thinking somebody just for the fun of it ought, ought to have a post thanksgiving show so you have all these competitors with bloated bellies and uh yeah, not, we should do quite, another one yeah. is after we go out and right. celebrate go back on the stage and then pose down <laughs> So when the competition's over and you don't have to watch what you eat, what do you go out and eat? Everyone really loves to have their beer and pizza. You know, that's usually the number one. Anything but chicken and broccoli and rice and everything that we keep having to eat over and over and over again. Okay. Uh, your your daily regimen? For workout or food? W workout. Workout. Uh, I, I, do, ass I assume it's a daily regimen. Yes, yes. Morning is usually a cardio from anywhere from, as it gets closer to the show, it gets longer. So I start with about half an hour, 45 minutes. Then closer to those last final weeks, you're almost doing an hour, hour and a half, two hours, depending if you're not where you need to be. And then nighttime is my lifting after I'm done with my clients. I was going to say, and this workout is in addition to putting your clients through their paces? Exactly. And being an aerobic instructor, I teach probably about four to six times a week classes. Also, so that also I take that into account for my workout and 
allow myself I, a little you, more you calories can, on you those can, days. You can say, I was teaching a class, so I can I can have a, a little cheat of something. <laughs> that, I can have that cookie. Yeah, That's sure. right. Well, there they're small go. cookies. I can have two. <laughs> so post-competition now, mm-hmm. uh, I guess things don't gear up until the early part of 2012. Exactly. So do you yeah. just slough off or... How does, uh, how does that work? I had one good week. Now it's been about almost two weeks after since the show. Uh, just eating what I wanted, enjoying myself, took off, giving my muscles a break, recoup, and just taking my classes because I have to to get paid. <laughs> and minor then, details. Minor details, of course. And then now I'm starting to like, all right, I put about almost eight pounds already back just from waters and salts and sugars, putting those back in your diet. So I'm like, well, all right, probably see where I go and maintain a little bit. Enjoy, but not get too crazy. Well, your kidneys probably appreciate having, exactly. uh, you know, a little bit of a normal existence now rather than exactly. what you put them through. I was going to enjoy myself till New Year's and then uh, kind of look at some show dates because now that I qualify for nationals, I have to pick two shows in each organization before 2013. And you're dealing with two different organizations, exactly. right? NABA and NPC. So I pick two shows and get that done. So you're able to go down... Both avenues, it's it's not like either or? Well, that's as um, a novice, like as I'm doing now, open, beginner, it's okay. But as you get more professional and more into it, you're going to have to pick sides. Pick, pick a lane, pick an a organization. A little bit political, exactly. See kind of where my body and my style fits in better with different organizations. So goal-wise, what are you looking for in far as figure competition? I guess to go pro. I didn't think that was a possibility, and now after winning these shows and having more professionals in the industry come up to me and be like, you you have something, you have a look, you know, just some fine-tuning, you could really go place. So I'm like, oh, okay, sounds good to me. If you I'm a o- go-getter. So. If you could only overcome your bashfulness. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think that's ever been a problem, has it? No. Always. I'm very outgoing. I love meeting new people, and I love uh, challenging myself. Now, do you find most of the fellow competitors are, are type A personalities, or is there all sorts of folks out there? All sorts, but I definitely think it's the best camaraderie of any sport I've been on. Everyone's backstage helping each other out, whether it's oiling you down or you know sharing bands to pump up before you go on stage and stuff. And just everyone looks and respects what you do, and they know they've had a hard time too with it, and everyone's really cool. You made a lot of new friends from these shows. I always thought it would be more like those beauty pageants with a lot of backstabbing and That's stuff. That's what I thought, too. But, but, it was but the girls, the, at least the, the girls seem to, I don't know about the guys because I don't pay much attention to the guys, but the girls, the women, t- seem to get along really well. Mm-hmm. And I su- suppose a lot of it is be- the familiarity of, oh, yeah, we competed in that show, this mm-hmm. show, and, and so they tend to get to know one another and they're everybody's backstory and exactly. families and things like that. I've done about four shows now, and you're starting to see more faces that I recognize, and I'm knowing more people through the organization. And, and they don't come up to you and say, okay, I'm going to kick your ass this show and things like that? No, they're great. I've had some girls that I compete with I haven't you know, seen or talked to in a while, and they hit up my Facebook and wrote me a note, and they're like, proud to see you get it this time. You know, What shows are you doing next? Like Everyone texts each other and tries to see where they're going. Uh, I've done a s- few suit exchanges because they're so expensive with other right. girls. The suit I wore, my green suit, was one of my friends. It wasn't even my own. The one you wore at yeah. the NABA? Yeah, my winning one. Now I almost want to buy it off her because now it seems to be my lucky suit. <laughs> That's what to say. Those things get dry cleaned? I, I have no idea. How, how, how does one clean that? Yeah, I, I got one of those cool garment bags, and I just wash it separate and try to okay. 
and if any of the stones fall off, you're re-gluing that. <laughs> it becomes a craft project. So you can go to Michael's and pick up any uh, oh, yeah, rhinestones yeah, or whatever? Cheap stones and just make it better. <laughs> now, do you change outfits from show to show? Or how, how does all that stuff work? You have one suit you stick with. Before it used to be, uh, when I did my first show almost four years ago, it was a one-piece posing suit and a two-piece. Right. Sometimes now, the shows will have you depends, in like yeah. two or three different outfits for now one show. Now the one-piece seems to be obsolete through both organizations, and it's now just a solid two-piece. And you glue yourself in there in the morning, and you pretty much stay in They it stay there all, all day? All night long. <laughs> yeah. Was there any thought of competing in either the bikini or the fitness yeah, I was considering bikini route, but that's very long, lean. It's not as muscular, and I have my one. My strength is my back and my shoulders, and I'd probably be almost considered too big for bikini. Those girls are all boobs and butt, <laughs> and proud of it. And proud of it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's like they they could almost walk in off the street. It, it's. I feel like it's more of who looks good in a bikini right. on a beach thing. But I know those girls work hard, too, so I'm not taking that away right. from them. It's not like they do just walk exactly. in off the street because they are in the gym. But I like the look and the challenge of getting the just the right balance and of symmetry of the musculature, you know, and the striations of the muscles and stuff. So that I like that a lot. Okay. So your training, where do you do that at? I'm a personal trainer aerobic instructor at Export Fitness in Downers Grove. Okay. And is that a busy place? Yep. It's one of uh, our bigger gyms in a gym, so it has a lot more members and stuff that goes through, and it's just a really great atmosphere, and it's always popping, and especially with the new year coming, you can tell people are starting to get worried about the holidays and can't get a treadmill if you wanted to. Really? You're fighting for space in the gym. I would think now is the time people tend to slough off and uh, <laughs> start the partying. Yeah, we're starting to lose some members, but the prime times are I call the show-off time. Okay. From that 5 to 7, still is pretty busy after okay. work. Check out uh, who, who's on the uh, Stairmaster and things like, like that. I feel like there's more looking than working out. <laughs> <laughs> or working out your mouth than anything well, else. I know. What's your number and things like that. Exactly. Okay. So is... Aubrey, the dance team member, a thing of the past. We'll never see that again. I still keep up with my dancing. I teach several uh, hip-hop aerobic classes throughout the company. And also I'm a bartender at Rita's Roadhouse, and I am their choreographer. We dance on the bar once every hour, just like Coyote Ugly. And, really? And I make up all their dances. So that way I still get that fulfillment of the dance aspect, but it's on my own terms, so it's even better. Now, how do you dance on top of uh, a bar without breaking your neck? Very carefully. <laughs> Methodically, and don't wear – I wear jean shoes when I bartend. I was going to say, say if, you don't, if you don't have something with some traction on it – You see the new girls and the new shot girls come with their cute heels and boots, and I just go, oh, dear. Okay. They, they've never done it before, obviously. <laughs> no, they're in for a surprise. So how – complex do these bar dances get? I mean, it can't Pretty be... Pretty simple, about a minute and a half, two minutes, and I have to keep it simple because a lot of the people are, don't have a dance background. Right. So it's like, ah, shake it, brush it sh- off, yeah, you know. You know, and after a couple of drinks, you, you might as well be... You look like the Rockettes to the bar patrons. Exactly. And they're trying to do it with us and stuff, so it's kind of cute. Okay. Do you have a favorite machine that you work out on? Um, for my cardio, I really enjoy um, doing incline walker and like walking backwards and going sidestepping and try to do different 
you know, drills on that and challenge, hit your legs in different places. But basically, I think uh, not say favorite machine, but I love working out back and shoulders. It's really strong for me, and I can throw weights around like it's nothing. And right. You can see it right away come out. And so. when, when you got it, flaunt it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are there parts of your body that even having won a couple of very nice trophies, you say, okay, I need to improve this, I need to improve that? Exactly. Um, legs. It's always tough for women to really get that deviation to, between the quads and stuff like that. To, so To build up calves also? Um, not as not bad. To? I've been lucky and my calves are pretty good, but I've heard other competitors complain about that as well. Yeah, it's... And sometimes you look at some of these competitors and you say, okay, they look phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And you talk to them and say, oh, no, I need to do this. I need mm-hmm. to do that. It, it's like you can never be satisfied with where you exactly. are. It's Is this a never-ending process? Pretty much. But I knew that I was really confident coming into these shows that this is the best I've ever had my body my whole life. I know right away the way the clothes fit, the way... I was lifting heavier than I ever lifted, and I'm like, okay, I'm doing something right here. So I went on stage, like, I know I gave 150%, and what will be will be. And then it's so nice to see that all your hard work, the testament to what you've done, paid off. And people recognize that. And you're competing in an arena where you can continue to compete in for Ex- decades. Yeah. decades. I'm actually, uh, I'm 28, and I'm considered very young in the game. Because a lot of time, masters te- is thirty-five and over, and right, those tend, classes are full. You tend to, I don't know if it's hitting a peak, but as you progress and get like to your mid-thirties or something, mm-hmm. then it's. I don't. I don't know how kinesiology and all that other stuff works, but but the bodies seemed more uh, mature in in a good way. In a good way, yep. This is one sport where actually being, you know, older is better. More muscle memory holds it better and stuff like that. When you're young, you're still developing and trying to figure out what's your niche, how your body fits and reacts to different things. And every show, you look different. Okay. Will you be buying new outfits? You, I did. Like, or will, will everybody say, oh, yeah, she's the one in the, in, in the green uh, <laughs> with the glitter? Well, the two shows in April was the red. Now I did my two with the green, so it is time to move on. I seem to do two every one. Uh, probably either do a, another exchange with another athlete, or uh, my family was so proud of me that they are willing to help me buy a new one. So okay. I'm actually going to been with a few vendors and trying to design my own, a yeah. more unique suit that fits me. You have a, f- a favorite color or favorite style? I love teal. 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 Or I think I'd look in a nice black one, too. The old style is the crushed velvet, but now the new is that shiny. Kind I was going to say I haven't here. seen a lot of black mm-hmm. outfits. I figured something unique, try to be different on stage. Okay, well that, that'll be interesting. So New Year's Eve, a lot of drinking, a lot of eating. Within reason. Within, within <laughs> reason. And then back in the gym January 1st? Yeah, exactly. Actually, I've already felt so guilty. I started back up my lifting program Monday, so. Oh. But light, not as hardcore as I've been going. Okay. Huh. Do you worry about how much you can lift, or is it just the repetitions? Right now, um, lightweight, longer reps, just to kind of keep the pump going and stuff and just keep letting my muscles heal because I was hitting so hard, you know, right before the show. Okay. And in your dream world, you continue, you're successful, you gain sponsors and live happily ever after. Is that yep, the scenario? Yeah, it's pretty close, yeah. Okay. That would be great. <laughs> 
It's all motivate all, others. <laughs> well, if there's anybody that can motivate others, I would think it is Aubrey Nelson. And Yay. we thank you for your time. Thank you so much for having me. And we will be back maybe with David Spada and JoJo White.